You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are. We're here. We this week we're gonna review the Luke Combs album. I bought it and I love it. I'm pretty happy with it so far. Have you listened to anything on the album? Um, I I've heard a couple songs, but I've not listened to the whole thing yet. Okay, well we have 18 songs by Luke Combs, and the album was released. I think it's been out about two weeks now. Yeah. So, uh. That's a really good group of songs, 18, Yeah, well, which is a lot better than 36. So I was going to say, it's half what Morgan Wallen put on his, but right. yeah. I listened to the uh, you know, the the interview he did with uh, Joe Rogan. He was talking about the album a little bit, um, yeah. but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Luke, he's a very talented man. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure, you know, this is going to get a lot of traction. And just like in the last episode, I talked about, you know, across all genres, they showed the top 10 artists who had the most songs on um, the Billboard Top 100 chart for the last year. Yeah. Uh, of course, Morgan Wallen had 36 songs. It, it could have been 38. Yeah. It's one probably. of the two. And then um, uh, Luke Combs is also on a list, which... That's cool. Yeah, you know, country artists don't, you know, generally make all those lists. He was he was like number five or six. I think he had like eleven, okay. eleven songs in the top one hundred. So I mean, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I seen an article that his uh, tour manager released, and a banker tried to pay five thousand dollars for a backstage meet and greet with Luke, and he turned it down hmm. because of the simple fact. Meet and greets are only released on the bootleggers' website, which are his fans. Oh, yeah. And you don't pay for them. They select a number of people, uh, like the week before the show, and you get to go backstage. And Luke said that he, he wants to connect to his fans that way because yeah. as a child, he wouldn't have been able to afford 5000 to meet right. somebody. Mm-mm. So he said he'll never charge to meet people. That's so cool. that's yeah. pretty impressive and yeah. humble. All right, so the first song on the album is Growing Up and Getting Old. Growing up and getting old But I can still raise hell all night with the boys when I want to Lay that hammer down to see how fast you go But these days I hang my hat on what I won't do I've been thinking about it 
Yeah, I, it makes you relate with I, that one. <laughs> I really like that one. Yeah, it's a really good song. Hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like that one, it's it's going to have some pretty good traction. Yeah. Is that called yeah. Growing Up and Getting Old? It is. Okay. Called Growing Up and Getting Old. Now, the next one that we have on the album is called Hannah Ford Road. gonna sound so good cranked up in the summer i think that would be a good uh you know concert song you know oh, it's one yeah. they can really get into and yeah and, and it's a classic storyline yeah. of falling in love with the farmer's daughter you know that yeah. and that's pretty cool like i don't know but like if you, if you ever get successful enough to name a road after your children right. would you do that like like if you had the money I don't even think it has anything to do with that. It's basically if you have a, a big farm and you build a house back off of it where there is no road to get to it, you can make your own road. I yeah. see it all the time. Like I, yeah. You know, it was discussed a, a few weeks ago. I now uh, work for the USPS. Um, there's a lot of roads like that, man. Yeah, it's a lot got of roads that I name. have to go to. Yeah, that's I, it's just named after them, just because yeah. they're the only people who has a house on it or the you know first house. But like, so. if you had the option, would yeah, you yeah. name a road after your your children? Um, oh, that had to be two of them, so probably not. Unless you could get two roads. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could name uh, a first and a first. What would your boy's name sound like like that? Or do you not mm. want to say that online? I mean, I mean, I don't think we have any stalkers. I don't think so. Isaac and Palmer. Palmer Isaac Road. Well, I mean, Palmer's the last name anyway, so you could do Isaac Palmer Road. That's very true. <laughs> you could. Yeah. All right. Back to the next one. It is called Back 40, Back, which is kind of different. Let's yeah. listen. In the Back 40, Back. <laughs> Signal of the times are turning up the page There used to be nothing here But then nothing disappeared Upon the barn, the farm, the fields have long since been replaced Asphalt parking where that 10-view Pentecostal stood 
Fast food, four lanes, and a subdivided neighborhood. Walls of the world are closing in. Spreading city spreads us thin. We can't seem to make our ends meet the black. Never would have thought it wouldn't last. The way of life, the time moved past. But I wouldn't give to have the back for it back. I, I really like this song. It's got good meaning. I mean, what it reminds me of is kind of, I think it was you that I was talking to last week. Uh, going into Glasgow, there's a farm that's been sold and it's been made into uh, a subdivision. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's people like myself, and I think you said you knew some people out in the high school that would never sell. Like, there's not uh, enough money to put on the farm. And I believe in that, man. Like, you know, we got to have the farmlands. We got to. You do, but, you know, farming is a, a dying occupation. and It is. It's, and it's you don't sad really make a lot of money from it. Yeah. I mean, I mean unless not, you have the massive. Yeah, but then farms. you have to have a big outfit. Like, you have to have a, a ton of employees and all that. I think. I. I. I I agree that, you know, you need farms. Everybody, you know, agrees you need farms. But at the same time, I think you have to do, you got to put yourself in their shoes. A lot of times they don't have a choice. They have all this land and maybe they need, you know, money maybe. And honestly, for what land's going for these days, you could retire. If you had a big enough farm, you could retire just from selling it. You know, yeah. and if it you know got divided up, so be it. I mean, if you have, um, like you know, kids and grandkids and great grandkids, you know, possibly you would want to pass it on down to them. But at the same time, you could set them up financially yeah. and not just yeah. But I mean, that's yeah, a, and and I I think it it helps children when they're younger to be able to run through woods and playing creeks and get that mud on them versus sitting in front of a computer or, you know, stuff like that, you know? Yeah, that's true. We were trying to film this episode on Facebook, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that since we're playing music, they're going to block it. Yeah. So, which means we'll we could have played the other one. You know, <clears throat> yes. this one could have went on TikTok. The other one couldn't. Yeah, it could have went on Facebook. But. See, I, and I'm the producer. I figured you would be our social media guy, you know. <laughs> I don't go wild. I'm going to give you that role. <laughs> okay. All right, so the next song, You Found Yours. was a pit mix, she was just skin and bones Daddy found in a deep ditch on his way home He said she hopped right up when he opened his door When you feel that kind of feeling, son, you found yours At the age of 17, worked all summer long Washing cars and pulling weeds from your neighbor's lawn well, it wasn't no King Ranch, but she was paid 
mean, I haven't heard nothing yet that I don't like. Yeah. I love the guitars, the drums. I mean, I don't hear any beats. You know, I don't hear anything that's manufactured. Right. I love it. I love it. So far, I'm 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 loving it. What about you? Um, I'm not as ecstatic about it as you are, but I mean, I like the you know meaning to a lot of his songs and the lyrics. It's a story, yeah, yeah that you just, can follow along it's with. The type of you know, melody that I'm just not. I've heard this from him before. Yeah, well. The beer, the band, and the bar stool. He walks in, orders up around how you been, my old friend. The band kicks off. The same old dance, the same old worn out songs But he sings alone He's gonna stay here till they make him leave Cause he's got all the friends a guy like him could ever need I did too. I did too compared to like some of the other ones. I I did like that. A guy from Glasgow named Kenton Bryant, he actually co-wrote, I think it's three of these songs and maybe two. But, I mean, it's really, really good. Yeah, I, I remember you talking about that. Uh, do you remember which one? I know it's uh, See Me Now and then the one later on in the album that we'll get to. I'll remind you when I see them. Okay. Um, but so far, we haven't had any songs that are just stupid. No, and I—I I mean, I—I I don't know that you know Luke sings those you know, types no. of songs really. This next one is called "Steel." Sinking west before it falls Like the leaves in autumn trees Were made to do I'm still Falling for you girl From the second that I saw you My whole world stood Still After all this time I'm just as in love As the day I made you mine I stopped flying high And never will I'm falling for you That's not bad. I like that one. I then, like that one. 
See, I can see our differences in music yeah. because, like, I'm I'm not a massive fan of that song. Yeah. Uh, just hearing it, but it may be closer to like what you like. Right. You it know? is. I think it was, especially compared to. I mean, Hannah Ford Road was a cool story, but just like the it's delivery of it, yeah, it's not one that I would listen to. All right, yeah. so this this next one, "See Me Now," mm-hmm. I like this song pretty well. You said this it, one was one that was that was written by uh, Kenton Bryant. Yes, and a guy named uh, Ray Fulcher, okay, who is an outstanding artist. We're trying to get on the show. He has wrote a mm-hmm. lot of Luke Combs hits, and Luke's kind of they together they're outstanding. But here it is. It is called "See Me Now." Just like they say, these scuffed up boots look as good on me as they did on you. And that bored out forge you had is running just as good as it ever has. I think I broke your record for a small mouth bass. Sunset spinner bait, second cast. I wonder what you think about that. If you walked in, pulled up a chair in the kitchen. nice i like that i love yeah. that one i just and it could be because there's so much uh familiar however you say it i'm gonna i know uh, i shouldn't have tried to say that's a word i got <laughs> some words where my tongue just runs together I'm but like <laughs> it, it's kind of like that 90s that i grew up in that that kick drum just hitting on the snare yeah. and like this song would sound good acoustic sitting on a front porch or around a bonfire just playing it enjoying a cold beer or just enjoying time together and what a great song yeah it's i mean it's i mean wow it's a story as old as time and what you described that you would like to be doing while you played or you know listen to that song is what it's about you know yes yeah so that's what it's all about yeah i mean i i love this thank god that luke is you know, I don't think we'll ever have to worry about him straying away from country music. Oh, no. You know, no, and he's, he's carrying the flame really well, yeah. I must say. He's you know. a pure country artist. Um, he's got his own sound. He's got his own style. And um, it, which, I mean, compared to what we've had for the past, you know, 20 years. Yeah. It is a breath of fresh air. It is. Having sh- him in the industry. Amen. This next song is called Joe. I got a job and my name's Joe Spend my days at the Texaco 
Never show up late, never show up drunk. Cause when I get half lit, I'm a loaded gun. Made a couple wrong turns, did county time. I do everything, I can't stay between the lines. I got a couple good buddies that I'll stop in. Say it's good to see brother man hack man. I can't complain, I'm doing alright. Sleeping pretty good, staying dry. Thank the Lord every morning with a sweet amen for how far I come from where I've been. So here's to good days, better tomorrows, and a light at the end of the bottle. Impressive. Yeah, that's a cool song. It's a cool, uh, yeah, theme. I guess like the way it's written from the viewpoint of like an ex addict. Absolutely, and he said he he really wanted a song like that out there yeah. because of the simple fact that a lot of his songs do talk about drinking. And if there's somebody in the crowd mm-hmm. that's, uh, you know, yeah, battling that it. addiction, yeah, he, he wanted a song that, you know, that they, they can, can sing hang their hat on and sing with. And, and yeah. I love it. Anytime yeah. that an artist talks about addiction, mm-hmm. and, I mean, wow. It's, it is a problem that affects a lot more people than, than you know. Um, it affects a ton of people. And to have an artist with the... Yeah, yeah, peace of mind, and with the awareness to try to make a song that you know some of those people can connect with. I think it's a beautiful thing. It just shows that he is a hell of a human being. Yes, I mean, absolutely it just really does. And, and the the addiction is so bad, but there's so many people making money off of it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, mean like, that's. It's like Morgan Wallen, every song on his album is about alcohol in some sense or another. So he is an alcoholic's dream musician. He's also their worst nightmare. Absolutely. Because he's singing about these songs. And I mean, it's their choice to listen to it. I'm not not blaming that on Morgan. He's not the reason they're alcoholics. But when you have a song that has alcohol, he's got an album that's all about alcohol. That is, it's not an excuse for that person, but they can use it as an excuse. Because when you're an addict, you search for things that, like, trigger you. And, like, songs trigger you, situations trigger. You know, there are all kinds of these everyday things that happen in the world that just, like, oh, something shiny. Instantly think about it. Right. And then, you know, you have industries that, you know they feed off of it. exactly they make drugs to get off of drugs yeah, i mean yeah, it's yeah. it's an insane world that we're living in right now and i truly feel like god's gonna come back in our lifetime i've, I've really felt like that because as crazy as this world's got yeah. as accepting as we're supposed to be to things yeah. i mean it's just it's a sad world and if you don't know god you need to yeah, because every knee will bow. Uh, I'll I, agree I with that 100. percent If you, you know? if you don't know him, you need to. Um, as far as him coming back, I I don't know. Like a thief in the night, when you 
When you're not expecting it, that's when it'll happen. Nobody will know. All right, this next song is called A Song Was Born. Haggard on a houseboat Trying not to sink Wondering if he ought to float back Just stay here and drink He found a guitar for He found that chest to show a song was born Willie on an airplane Brown bag in a pen Flying high thinking about Being on the road again Tried her out on the crowd Down at John T. Floors A song was born neat little little you know look behind the scenes basically ex- yeah. explaining how a song gets written and, and i feel like with this album we're getting to know a different side of luke a side of luke that has now lived in his success yeah. and kind of learned how things went together and as we've mentioned multiple times on the show when you get an artist's first album you get everything that they've struggled to get yeah. to that moment yep, and yep, it's really yep. cool to see okay, this is his perspective and he's giving it to us because a lot of times when they get to this number of albums, so many people are making them record someone else's stuff yeah. that you kind of forget who they are. And they kind of fall off a little bit. They kind of fade back into obscurity. But when you have an artist that is successful on their first album, that's a lot of them. But if they're successful on their fourth and a fifth and yes. sixth album, that's when you know they're special. Yep. There's something very special about that artist. This next song, um, Eric Church was a co-writer on. It is called My Song Will Never Die. This will be coming from somewhere other than my chest. Words that stir up dust and the peace that I will rest. A melody to ease the mind long after I've lost mine. I will, but my song will never die. I don't know the day, I don't know the time, but one day my body I know I'll be leaving somewhere further down the line I will, but my song will never die When I hear that hallelujah chorus calling me back home I lay down this guitar and someone else to sing my song song will 
That's a I really like that song yes. a lot. And we um, all have a song. That's what you know kind of relates with I mean you may not sing, you may not have a band, but what you stand for in your life is what you'll you know, be remembered for and all of those you know wisdom sayings and all of those good works, the good, you know, actions that you do that's what's going to be you know, passed on. That's what you'll be remembered for. And all those things will be remembered long after we're gone. Yes. And so, I mean, be it, good. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I just, I mean, I, I'm so excited for this album. Mm. And, and it's just like I'm kind of lost for words because these are some really good songs. I've, I haven't heard anything yet that I want to skip over. Well, you know? I mean, I have. <laughs> How many, though? Uh, three so far. Really? That I didn't really like. Okay. But you're you're not as passionate about country music as I am either. I just like good so music. It's, yeah, it's a but, different yeah. style. You uh, know. Yeah. yeah but I mean, I get that. at the same time, I, I mean they're not bad. They're just not anything that I would choose. And that just like Morgan Wallen's album, there's a few on there that I didn't like. Yeah. Well, a few or twenty, but it was just a matter of. It's just my preference, yeah. and I'm not upset at somebody else for liking them. It's your yeah. choice. I mean, every, I mean, somebody likes, insert artist here. Uh, yeah. What's her name? <laughs> I mean, this next song is called Where the Wild Things Are. My big brother rode an Indian scout. He was black like his jacket. American spirit hanging out of his mouth Just like our daddy He kick-started that bike one night and broke mama's heart He pointed that hill out west Out where the wild things are He'd call me up every couple of weeks South California Talk about the desert and the Joshua tree His pretty girl stories And how he bought an extreme trailer And a J-45 guitar Said a little brother you love it out here Out where the wild things are This is a song that has been on a thousand ads. Like when I watch some videos, it'll it'll you know, pop up. You know how you have the oh, little really? fifteen second ads. Yeah, this I've seen that you know first part of the song that clip so many times, but I like that one. I do too. It's uh, it's one of my favorite ones of on this album so far. Yeah, my, and of course, if we had time, yeah. we'd listen to the whole song. Right, 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 and. Uh, he's just—he's a good story storyteller. He is, and he's somebody too that you're not going to go wrong if you're 
entertaining a crowd. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you want to have your drinking songs. You want to have your meaningful songs. I feel like this he is doesn't, him. like, you know, miss any notes either. You know? No. He's just got a pure... And, like, he's not trying. It's just like he just yeah. steps up and he presents the song. That's kind of what he was talking about on Joe Rogan. He was like, I just don't, like, I don't understand... I'm just good at it, you know? It's just something I can do. Yeah. And he kind of feels, you know, he has what's called imposter syndrome where you know you're successful, but you don't know why, and you're afraid that someday somebody's going to figure out that yeah. you've just been an yeah. imposter this whole time, and you're not really that talented. You just got lucky up to this point. And a lot of successful people they feel like they have imposter syndrome. Like they have it because they think at any time all the magic's gonna gonna disappear. And and, but. and what he doesn't realize is him having so many flaws is what draws us to him. Yeah. It Being overweight, helps. yeah. Not having the clean hair, face, all that stuff. I mean yeah, just yeah. I mean, he's cool. He's relatable. He, he's normal. He's, he's like somebody you went to high school with. Yeah. You know? He, he's he's just a normal dude. Alright, this next song is probably one of my favorites. Ray Fulcher also wrote this song with him. It's called Love You Anyway. If your kids turn me to stone I'd be a statue standing tall in ancient Rome And if your touch shattered me like glass I'd be in pieces trying to make the breaking last If it took one look to turn my days to night at least I'd have the stars that sparkle in your eyes There's just some things that leave a man no choice Like a compass needle needing its true north Even if I knew the day we met you'd be The reason this heart breaks Oh, I'd love absolutely love it yeah that's a cool song i mean could you could there's so many people that are gonna dedicate this song to somebody special yeah there's so many people who are gonna lay in the bed and cry and have this song playing or just as a meaningful way like hey we're still together but even if we had this struggle i would still love you anyway yeah. you know i yeah. mean it's such a Damn, I just can't talk enough about it. I'd say you're right. It'll probably be a wedding song. A yes, for and a, a funeral people. song. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, wow, you know, I love it. I can tell. Cannot say enough about it, dude. Like, wow. Yeah, almost as All much right. as you like that gerbil. Um. The next thing <laughs> is Take You With Me. This is the next song on the Luke Combs album. Hey, you just ignored Yes, I did. (laughs) 
what's that mean? That little turtle and the rabbit He sat me in that seat Showed me the wheel and how to grab it He said I'll work the pedals If you climb up on my knee I'll take you with me Down the road, packing a cooler and a sandwich. Clinging to his leg, guess he could tell I couldn't stand. I said, Go hug your mama, and I'll go grab my keys. I'll take you with me. If it was up to me, we'd do everything together. And when you're That's cool. It is awesome. I like that one. Yeah. I think of my son and my children, but actually, you know, my son with this song because he's 11 and in his mind, he's going to be young forever as we all were at 11. We can't wait to grow up. But like, I'm already missing my kids and they're not grown up. Yeah. Like, like do you ever, you I mean, you could be doing anything, and, like, you just catch a whiff, and you're like, man, that reminds me when I was growing up. Yes. And like, it happens all the time, especially this time of year. For some reason, like, the window's open, and you smell, like, the wild onions that are growing, you know, and, like, you just catch a whiff of it, and you're like, I remember when I was, I don't even know how old I was, but, like, I'd be sitting in the kitchen, and the window would be up, and... It would be a little windy, but it's warm out, you know. And you catch a whiff, and it's just you know perfect Takes amount of moisture right in the in the air, and like it's just exactly the same smell. And you start thinking, like, man, at that point in my life, I wanted so much just to be older, just to get older. And there's nothing fun about it. <laughs> and all those years just fly by. Yes. And now you look at it, and you're like, man. I wish there's a way that I could I could yeah do it again just to soak it in. If I had to make the same choices, I mean I would just just to soak it all in and appreciate it like I should have at that point. Yes. But you don't get that opportunity. <laughs> no. And like I truly feel like if people could have a magic wish like a genie out of the bottle that would be in the top three, to go back and have those experiences. Like, for me, 17 was insane. I I had the greatest year when I was 17. And, like, for me, the feeling is fall. When when I smell that fall yeah, air, yeah. that's what takes that's me back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the biggest one. And I'm telling you, there's so much fun being, like, not knowing the world like you know the world when you're older, you know? It's just, there's, a, there's a lot of ignorance. Yes. At that time. And it's innocent. And it, it is some extremely of it, innocent. You know. Well, younger than 17 is extremely innocent. <laughs> right. 17 and a little guilty. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I told the judge anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Wow. I, I just, I, I love that song and having children. And mm -hmm. it just, man. It, I try to tell my children. 
enjoy the time that you have now. Yeah. And it's like uh, the seventeen-year-old. She just started working, so she got her first check. It was like two hundred dollars. Yeah. And I will be the first person to to wave the flag. Like I feel like my children should not have to spend money on household products until they're out of school. Now, right. like if you want something like something if extra. you want yeah, like a a Dr Pepper that is like got cherry in it instead of the stuff that we normally buy yeah. that's fine yeah. but like i feel like you have your entire life to pay bills yeah oh so, yeah i mean come you on. gotta let them be a child still right and, until they get out on their own and then yeah. they're not gonna have that luxury anymore right. but yeah, enjoy just, it while you can exactly so all right, that song got me in my feelings it did. and it got me off track for a little bit <laughs> so this next song is called fast car mm-hmm. this is the cover it is yeah it is I got a fast car you got a fast car and I want a ticket to anywhere maybe we make a deal maybe together we can get somewhere any place is better Starting from zero, got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make something Me, myself, I got nothing to prove You got a fast car And I got a plan to get us out of here Been working at the convenience store Managed to save just a little bit of money Won't have to drive too far Just across the border and into the city And you and I can both get jobs Got a problem Live with a bottle That's the way it is Said his body's too old for working His body's too young To look like his So mama went off and left him She wanted more from life Than he could give I said somebody's gotta take care of him So I quit school And that's what I did You got a fast car Is it fast enough So we can fly away Still gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone how many people have memories of that song yeah you know this was one of the covers that he did when vine was big yeah and so many people loved it and i'm glad that he put it on the album you yeah know, i think he did it justice i mean uh, yeah, it's did. not horrible by no, no means. that's a i mean it's it's a great song in its own right and right. tracy chapman killed it with it when she she came out with it um, now was that her only big hit, or did she have? She had she had a couple. She did had a she? couple big songs. Okay. Yeah, she uh, yeah. My wife thought for years that it was a man. Really? Because she's got that you know distinct you know deep yeah you know, woman's voice. Yeah. But yeah, she thought it was a man that was singing it, and and yeah, Tracy is a unisex name, so she was just it is. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. she was like. It's by that's by that's by Tracy Chapman. He's got a really weird voice. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's uh, 
I remember driving in your car. No, yeah, just, I mean, <laughs> that's part of the words, but I, I, it's just I a good song. Yeah. I love his cover of it. I wonder if he's going to do it live. I'm I wonder sure. if they're going to try to push it on radio. Now, wouldn't that be uh, weird? I don't think they'll do that. You never know. These don't do a lot of co- you don't get a lot of covers. Well, I mean, Smashing Pumpkins did Landslide, and that got released on the radio. And then Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey, got. Well, you're thinking covered. of the worst one of all. Which one? Wagon Wheel. Oh well, yeah. About three people recorded that one, but Man, uh, they were all covers. Yeah. Here we are with Tattoo on a Sunburn. I got that yesterday. <laughs> Summer after my senior year Spent the whole week out on that pier She said, boy, I think I love you I said, I love you too We ended up drunk at some old ink shop She said, get my name I said, hell, why not She didn't have to work too hard to talk me into Tattoo on a sunburn Every time that saltwater breeze blows in I find myself laying right there In a kickback jet black leather seat The hum and the buzz and the sting Of that needle faded away But I guess some people never do Losing you is the only thing worse than a tattoo on a sunburn. That takes you back in memories, too. That just makes no sense, though. What <laughs> do you mean? put a tattoo on a sunburn. Well, I'm... I, a sunburn on a tattoo, I understand. <laughs> I, I think is what, you know... I mean, I understand I, I what he's it. saying, but, yeah. He's like, in order to remember all that with her, he, he would like to tattoo a sunburn on it permanently so he can always remember. Right. It's just weird. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. I have not seen one yet that I'm just like, what were you thinking? You and no, and I don't think you'll ever see that with, with Luke Holmes. But Here we are with the next one, Five Leaf Clover. Every Monday And get to do something I love I make it home Every evening To an angel God Sent from above I got an eight point On camera from last year That this season Looks like a ten I got a barn With a fridge full of cold beer it's full of good friends I know I'm a lucky man But I ain't sure I am Cause it ain't like anyone deserves The world in the palm of their hand I've hit my knees Thankful as can be But the one thing I can't get over Is that a guy 
like if there was a song that truly described Luke Combs, it's this. Yeah, yeah, you, you're probably right. You know. It's a man, neat premise. Have you ever found a five-leaf clover? I have not. I, I always thought it was a four-leaf clover that was like the one everybody wanted. It is. Right? It is. But there are five-leaf clovers. They're extremely, extremely rare. See, I didn't even know that. I just thought there, he was like trying to, you know. I found a six-leaf clover once. Really? I actually found 37 four-leaf clovers in a day. Damn. Like within like two hours. I found a, I found a honey pot. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> I like I found it. a honey pot of them, a little patch, and there were three five-leaf clovers and a six-leaf clover. In really? As well, yeah. I'm very good at finding four-leaf clovers. It's because I have these gigantic eyes, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs> I you know, I didn't think of that. See, I, I missed see a part to make fun of you. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah, you completely. did. Completely. I'll, I'll do it for you, though. Like, like that was that would have been a really good one. Yeah, you just you know, uh, ran over the part where I was trying to make fun of you, but... <laughs> yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> just ignored right. it and just went right over it, just bulldozed right through it. The second to the last song Lemmy is Winks. Fox in the Hen House. <laughs> shoulder I'm tired of losing sleep all week long tired of the uneasy feeling and the sinful deceiving of my soul won't rest till he's gone there's a fire Understand this one? Do you? Did you get it? Um, uh, not completely. But yeah, and it and it may just be like a fun song that he put on there. Yeah, and I honestly have not listened to it all the way through. Right. Um, I would say if there was one song on this album so far that I didn't like, it'd probably be that one. And yeah. it could change if I took the time to listen right. to the whole thing. Yeah. Here we are at the final song on the album that Luke Ray Fletcher and Kenton Bryant wrote and it's a really good one in my opinion it is called The Part I still hit them dive bars every once in a blue moon got a wild card I keep inside my boot been thinking lately maybe I should save it Some hangovers sure kick my ass these days So I spend most of my happy hours here at home In the middle of growing up and getting older But I can't still Play that 
here it is again. Three songwriters that are telling you nothing but the truth, folks. Yeah. Ray Fletcher, Kent Bryant, Luke Combs. They've lived this part. Mm-hmm. You know, to where it, it's all glory when they're screaming your name. It's all glory in that time. But they don't tell you about the long rides in between, yeah. the 99-cent drive-through meals that you're having to eat on until you gain success yeah the blood the sweat the tears all the work and even after you get the success you know it's probably very lonely after you've been around so much of it to where like you don't know how to act when you are alone i mean this song right here speaks volumes it does i i love it um yeah yeah it's very extremely good song um and the part that they're singing about, the part, is the most important part of yes. all of it. It's the part that it's not glorified because it's not glorious. But it's the part that makes you grow into what you can become. And the fact that they are expressing that in this way, singing a song about the hard uh, parts, about all of the work. And all of the sacrifice that you have to do. I think that's fantastic. It is. He's got a few songs on this album that kind of, you know, show you certain parts of life. That they don't tell you about. That you usually don't hear a song about, Mm -hmm. you know. He had Joe from the point of an ex-addict, you know, trying to stay clean. He had the part about all the sacrifice and all the stuff that's not glorified. Because it's not glorious. It's actually hard, hard to deal with. But he's got that one. He's got... See Me Now. See Me Now. Like if you lost somebody, and then like if they could only see me now. Yeah. And he lost his grandpa that was like a very big fan who didn't get to see him at this level. Yeah. You know, and I would say out of the entire album, my favorite songs are Love You Anyway, See me now, the part, and I love the fast car one. I love the five leaf clover. I would say those are those are my top five off this album. What about I you? I liked uh, growing up and getting old. The yeah, very first song on the album, I thought yes. it was great. Um, I like see me now. Um, I like the the part. Um, let's see. I got some of them wrote down. I like Where the Wild Things Are. Yes, that's an awesome song. somehow, uh, even though it's got something to do with Eric Church, I liked my song Will Never Die. Yes. I liked it, too. Yeah. I don't think there's any awful songs on it. I think there are some songs that I relate you know, with you know, more so than others, which... I'm a little biased when I when I yeah. listen to songs because like if it don't relate to me, I, I just kind of zone it out almost. But I don't know if that's a good thing, but that's just me. From a country fan and a country standpoint, I think this album is nothing less than five stars. I mean, I love it as a country fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud that Luke Combs is continuing to do what he's doing in country music. And he hasn't lost his way. And I don't feel like he ever will. He is truly an artist that will one day be in the Country Music Hall of Fame. Yeah. So I have a question. Do you think he's going to have 
any you know, big songs like he's had on, on his previous albums off this one. I can hear a couple of them. I just don't feel like he's got the songs that'll make the radio like on his previous album. Well, here's my thoughts. I, I think he'll do fine. Like, Love You Anyway, I haven't checked, but it's on its way to number one. It's going to be his first number one from this album, I truly feel like, uh, depending on what they release. Now, yeah. the first two albums, we were getting songs that nobody had said it the way that he said it, right. and he kept the drum beat, he kept the electric guitars that, that were missing until then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that really helped him. I don't know yet if he's released a song to radio mm -hmm. that has not no went number one because... For so long, yeah, he was the first was, artist yeah. that had everything go number one that he released. All right, here's my thoughts on it. As far as talent goes, this man's got all the talent in the world. Like He's yeah, not missing out. Yeah, he's got right. everything. Um, we look at the songs in particular. For what the radio plays, I don't think he has more than two, three four tops songs on this album that are going to be played relentlessly on the on the radio that are fit for today's country radio yeah for what they pick and what they you know uh, play constantly he didn't have all those morgan wallen songs like like morgan does and that doesn't mean his songs aren't as good if not better that just means that's not what the radio plays right which so is unfortunate because i think they should branch out and play more Besides what, uh, just all the little party songs. Yeah. That gets so old. It does. Because when you're at work, or when you're driving to work, and you got all day, you ain't worried about no party song. No. <laughs> it's just no. trying to get something to cheer you up a little bit. And I truly feel like we're coming in a time right now, as we've seen, radio just doesn't matter like it used to. And mm, I feel like not. Brother Luke ever had a number one for the next five years he would still be playing nfl stadiums and i feel like a lot of people would sing along to a lot of these songs just for that fact you know like yeah. maybe this album was dedicated towards the fans instead of the radio success because even if it doesn't go number one he's gonna make enough off of it to survive oh right i you don't know? think i mean I think at this point he's not he's not concerned with you know the money at all. It's he's going to make all the money in the world. You know, touring, it's it's going to be successful enough just because he has that amount of fans and he's also got like he's got all the support in the world from his label. Yes, from uh, peers in the industry because he's that talented. Everybody oh, wants yeah. to work with Luke Combs because he is. That guy, you know, yeah. he is extremely talented. Everybody knows it. If you put his name on a song, it gets attention just because his name's on it. Yeah. I hope that the lack of radio play that I believe this album will get does not you know, make him and his people you know, think they have to go out to the Morgan Wallen sound to get back on the radio. Yes, right. And make I, those same songs that we've heard for the past 15 years. Yeah. And if I anything, if you look right now, the two biggest male artists in country music as far as popularity, you have Luke Combs, you have Morgan Wallen, and they are, they're 
they're right beside each other. Now, do I feel like Morgan Wallen is more famous than Luke Combs? Absolutely not. I, I don't think he is. But you have a lot of people think he is. who are buying into it. I think right now he is bigger. So you think he's a little bit above Luke Combs? I mean, as far popularity. as popularity, yeah. Yeah, I but do. not because, everything else. Just because he branches outside of country. Yeah, and, and I feel like what will hurt Luke Combs on the radio more than anything is, number one, the direction that the radio's going. Right. Number two, Morgan Wallen will be his biggest threat. Because he's sitting yeah. on number one, in, and it's impossible different. to get him off of number one. There's been plenty of people you know? that got him off. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that to cause a big scandal. <laughs> but I'm serious, though. You know, too. like, look, uh, it's, it's, you, you have heart like a truck, yeah. which, which is an outstanding song that yeah. cannot get into number one because Morgan Wallen's Out Last Night is sitting in that spot. You know? It's comparing apples and oranges. You know, Luke Combs... Has a certain you know, type of song. His love songs that he is re- like on his last album. All those songs, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. They're good, you know, uh, couples songs. Yeah. How many couple songs Morgan Wallen have? I don't think he has any. No, he his songs are individualistic. Yeah. Like he has some that kind of relate to family. Everybody has a family, whether you and love God. them or hate them. Yeah. It like he has songs that are directed at individuals luke combs up to this point has had songs that are for people in relationships you see what i'm saying this album is a little different though but the subject matter of the songs on this album i feel like because of what he sings about and what it's about it's not going to get as much radio play i just feel like he is in a perfect spot. He doesn't need to be. He didn't. He doesn't have to want to be Morgan Wallen. He no. doesn't have to be more popular. Than Morgan and he Wallen. doesn't have to have another number one. Because I respect Luke Combs more than I do Morgan Wallen musically. Every day of the week, he is countryer. As far as the industry, as far as country music goes, he is more of a country artist than Morgan Wallen is. I don't want him to be more popular than Morgan Wallen. I just want him to be him. I want and Luke keep Combs releasing songs that we can relate to. Yeah, to maintain his status as Luke Combs. And I don't want him to be popular. I don't want him to go out there and sing about every type of alcohol there is on the shelf. He needs to keep doing what he's doing because it's respectable. Yeah, and, and I'd say that he will. The only person that would see it in that way would probably be somebody sitting behind a desk. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I guarantee there are. You know? I guarantee somebody's in his ear constantly. Like, yeah, look, if hey, you sing you about do this, this, you need to do you this, do this, 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 and this, and you're going to be just as popular as, as Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs. If you hear this, just don't. Yeah. Be you. Be you. Because you are an amazing talent, and yeah. you write amazing music. You have a voice that God blessed you with, and you've used it so well so far, and I appreciate it. Yes. And I'm not really a country fan. I'm a fan of good music. I love your music. You are a fantastic artist. Do not ever change. Do not ever sell out. 
Don't worry about the money. You got enough to last you a lifetime. You just keep being you. Please, 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 please don't <laughs> sell out and start writing those I, songs that you'll hear in a club. Yeah, please and thank you. Yeah, I don't think we ever have that to worry about with him. I don't honestly. I don't either. I just don't want the people in his ear to get too loud. If you're the people in his ear, yeah. shut the hell up. Yes. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave Let him be who he is. Our country artist alone. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my thoughts. I feel like it's an amazing album. I feel like yeah. it's worth every penny that you pay to buy it. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, uh, I agree. I didn't give a star rating. I'll give it four, just uh, just just because I gotta be a critic. I gotta be a mean critic sometimes because Mr. Ryan over here likes to likes to give everybody all the positivity in the world. I will say it's a very good album. Um, That's a really good trait to have. You see me like that? Like I give a lot do. of people positive. You do. Because you I mean, I complain a lot. You. So here's the thing you give them positivity unless you find one thing about like a uh, bailey zimmerman <laughs> no now, bailey zimmerman does not even need to be talked about in this conversation i just like bringing it up no i mean they, i mean come on do you know anything about him though yes i know uh, that he sucks he I've, cannot stalked sing. Him. I've stalked him his whole life i know i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying he can't sing i wish he would go away go do his own thing I'm right Maybe. here, right now. What is today? What What's today's date? The 5th. The 5th. Mm. A year from now, mm. if he is still on radio, you want to make a bet? I'm not. No, I'm not making a bet. Okay. Because I don't I don't know that he's going to be there long term. And I'm not saying that he's uber talented. Well, I mean, I could easily lose because we have a lot of tone-deaf idiots that are buying mm. his music. I, I, all I, so I could lose. You could, and you but could quit interrupting me so I can finish this sentence. I'm just saying, you started when you I mentioned did, his name. But I can't finish it because you got to throw in there. You get so upset when I bring him up. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, every artist out there, whether you want to call them an artist or not, if they try, and then if they have a little bit of a following, they have that following for a reason. They can't just... You know, like just anybody, they have to get behind something. Obviously, he's got something that some people like. I don't know how you could find anything not to like about Luke Combs, honestly. Oh, yeah. But I think you are t so positive with a lot of artists and a lot of songs. Because it means something to me. Yeah. But you can be very quick, like Bailey Zimmerman, just because you think he doesn't want it that bad. Oh, I know. But uh, let me finish my sentence, All please. Right. I think that tears you up so much because you have this clue in your brain that he doesn't want it as much. Don't talk. <laughs> he doesn't want it as much as you think he should. And that you think he doesn't appreciate where he's at as much as you think he should. And he might not. I don't know. And I have a feeling you don't know either. <laughs> you know, oh, he knows. He knows what Bailey Zimmerman thinks. He knows what he what he bathes with. And tell, me, tell me when you're done. <laughs> I'm not done. Okay. So, but 
I feel like some people express themselves in, in, in different ways. And I think sometimes when people don't act the way you think they should act, it offends you. Because you appreciate it and you respect the industry and the genre so much that it literally breaks your heart when something like that happens. Yes. I think that when it comes to him, you may be right to a certain extent about him. But you can't be 100% sure that you're right because you're not him. Only he knows for sure whether you know, you're right or not as far as him not appreciating it and not you know, fully you know, being all in on it. You just think he just got lucky, and he may have. The fact is, we have heard clips where he can't sing. We have heard clips where he could. So, he's not a great singer, but let's face it, neither's Cole Swindell, and here he is, still ripping off songs from the 90s. Like, <laughs> like but he's a good songwriter. I don't know about Bentley Zimmerman. I don't know how many songs he's wrote, but he's got good friends. And I'm happy for him. As long as he's successful, I'm happy for him. It doesn't hurt my heart like it does yours <laughs> that he's as famous and as successful as he has been so far. I know that it bothers you, but I think maybe if you looked at it, what if you were in his situation? You would treat it different, I know, and you would be sure that everybody knew how much you appreciated it and how important it was to you because that is you, but you have to think he's not you. Yeah, well. So you can talk now. Here's what, I mean, we're living in a time to where it's so easy to share your story from the bottom to the top. And there's no story with him at all. There's no two or three years ago him on a video trying to play music, him talking about anything to do with music. And, I mean, like, his biggest slogan is like, I mean, he looks like Carrot Top. That is his slogan. Yes, I will show you multiple videos. Sounds like Tim the Dual Man Taylor. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't don't get it. I don't get it when it comes to him. Now, if somebody can show me some proof to where he's at least remotely talked about being an artist years ago, or even three, four, five years ago. He's pretty young, though, right? Yeah, but still. I mean, it just, it, for the life of me, I cannot let I it make I know. sense. It burns you up. When I first heard a little clip of Rockin' a Hard Place, That's a good when, song. when it was circulating on TikTok, they did a little teaser. I'm like, man, I want to hear the rest of that. Yeah. Because who hasn't been in a rock and a hard place? Yeah. But then I see so much foolishness yeah. around him. And it's just mm. like, what the fuck are you doing? I, I, and I honestly feel like a lot with him is a lot with a lot of other young artists and other genres, not necessarily country. You don't really see it in country as much. Yeah. I feel like they... Yeah, you know, get lucky online yes. with a rock and a hard place. And but then here you are, and you can't do it live. If you look at Little Nas X, he yeah. wrote <laughs> "Old Town Road," and everybody thought, "Well, that'd be the only thing this dude ever does," and it's not even that good. 
but it caught the attention and he he did get lucky at first but he's came out with some bangers since then See, but I, i'm not a fan but well i'm sure <laughs> all things considered i'm sure but i'm not really either but he 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 has some good songs and i will appreciate a good song when you have a good song and you know uh, whether you have the drive that you should whether you have the appreciation that you should i might not like you as a person but i may I, see you know some people look at it like everybody is competing with them and like and i I just don't do that for some reason. I don't know. I used to. I used to get so upset when somebody else would succeed, and I wouldn't. Then I realized it doesn't really matter. I'm not competing with them. Yeah. It's just my life. And if I succeed, great. And if somebody else does, you know what? That's great. Because that's one less person you have to worry about, you know, hitting you up for money or, or well, uh, turning to drugs. Or maybe they do. And But it's just everybody's life, and I just hope, hope everybody's succeeds yeah and i get that and that part you know outside of hoping that your children do everything right and amazing and all that good stuff like my biggest thing is like i want a nice home yeah so when i see little stuff in my home it instantly depresses me because i'm like i want a good home i want rooms that are beautiful like i don't have to have a mansion but like i know that i can do better yeah and like I think that mentally takes a toll on me too because like I'm I'm a big stickler on like a room's got to smell good, it's got to <laughs> yeah. at least be swept, decent, yeah. dusted, mm-hmm. all that stuff. But sometimes that mentally destroys me yeah. because I'm like, oh my god, my living room does it smell like a dog pee? <laughs> I'm asking like time. ten people, <laughs> you know, like yeah. and. I put too much pressure on that. Like, yeah. who's you put home a lot of pressure on yourself? Is not perfect. Yeah. A lot of us. Nobody's home is perfect. Yeah, especially when you got kids. Yeah. You know how I'm. What I'm talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But your mental state mm-hmm. can either be the greatest thing that you have developed. Yeah. Or it can be the worst thing. Yeah. But, at the same time. I think mentally, I'm I'm good right now. It it's got some issues with you know internally, like with yeah. myself, but. As far as my outlook on everybody else and everybody else's, you know, worth and their effort and all that, I just kind of leave that up to, it doesn't, doesn't yeah. affect me any. And I know it does you a little bit, just with certain, you know, people, but country music means so much to you. It does. And for, I, since you the can, fourth grade. You wear it on your sleeve and. I wish it didn't sometimes. It's commendable. Like because I really wish it didn't. There's a lot of people who don't care about country music anymore. They used to be huge, huge, yeah. huge fans. It's because it's changed so much. But you have maintained this love for country music. And I commend that. I yeah. respect that 100%. And I think sometimes that love makes you just... It's like a love-hate. Blind with fury yes. when it comes to some stuff. But Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's all I was gonna say about that. But that was a lot. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks, folks, as always for for listening, following, and watching on TikTok Live. If you did, um, we appreciate it. God bless. Stay safe. We're supposed to have some storms today in Southern Kentucky, yes. so uh, everybody be safe out there. Uh, remember to like, share, rate, review, follow. Tell your friends we love you. Hasta mañana.
This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and... Catch y'all next time.